mystery buzz found and fixed <laughs> and restarted the pre-show. Thought it was a bad microphone, thought it was a bad cough button. Turns out it was the Raspberry Pi that I'm using. I had that at my mom's house and then it fell into disrepair, so I had to redo my like sync thing to my media store. So now it's all synced up, I need to take it back up to my mom's house, but yeah, I was sitting on the desk and it was vibrating and sync with something. It's pretty interesting how it was closer to you, but vibrating through the desk, it was only coming on my microphone. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting you think about what sound is. Mm-hmm. Sound is vibrations, right? But we know that stuff is made of little particles. Stuff is made of little quantum bits. So what is sound? Well, sound is quantum. Sound is quantized vibrations. Uh, and the understanding of that at that level is essentially basically how um, forces move in between objects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be something like the just the cable hitting the, the boom or something like that, you know, but who knows. Get the vibrating hard drive off your recording desk and <laughs> sound goes away. <laughs> You're talking about viruses. Yeah, uh, one of the things, I want to bring up something that uh, we talked about last week, which was the the possibility, uh, remote though it may be, but we, we sort of brought up the concept that perhaps viruses and uh, bacteria, such as our, and, and life related to us, like bacteria, mm-hmm. are from different, entirely different lineages, um, and perhaps even from different sources or, or planet source, something like that, uh, genetic pools. The the argument against that, amongst the other ones, is. Other than, you know, that we we tried to do away with the DNA argument by saying, well, they've been working together for billions of years, so perhaps they've just <laughs> cheated. But they're still made of the same stuff. Proteins, ultimately. Right. The same, right. the same stuff. So that puts a little bit of a damper in it. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. Here's another one for you. I think we discussed this, but I don't know if we came to a conclusion. A conclusion: Viruses are they alive? <laughs> um. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, I I think that in. From my perspective, I say, yeah, why not? Because my idea of life is, uh, you know, I think crystals might qualify under some definitions. But I think that if you were still saying, well, you know, they don't have metabolism, blah, 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 and that's all true. They're not cellular. All life that we other recognize as cellular. Right. Um, an analogy can be made to, to a virus being something like a seed. The seed is essentially inert until it comes into the correct conditions, and then it can germinate. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it can be... I mean, if it shows anything, and if you do classify it as life, it shows, you know, convergent evolution, you know, like, mm-hmm. where you get probably two different origins, both coming together 
that can use DNA to um, define itself, you know, to, to it's operate, you know, how it operates and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's just like um, wings, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have wing wings evolved independently on Earth, right? It's a pretty common strategy. Yeah, at least. One, two, three, four. At least four that I can think of, like, right off the top of my head. Right. Um, You know, moving through a fluid, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, they all... Eyes. Eyes is a great example. Mm -hmm. Eyes have evolved um, several different times. Cephalopods' eyes are very different from ours in terms of their structure, but actually have, are quite capable, just like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's tomatoes, which don't really have organs, but can sense wavelengths oh, of light. Oh, they have glands and stuff like that, sure. But they, can, they don't have sight organs, not, but, but not, they respond to different colors of light, you know? Yeah. If a tomato plant sees a bunch of red nearby, it'll ripen its tomatoes mm-hmm. faster. So. So, so the question is... When you say sight organs, is that being a little prejudiced? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, they have <clears throat> organs that can respond to different colors of light in different ways, uh, or at least uh, structures that do so, mm-hmm. that give them information based on that. And what is sight other than that? Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> the door crack. Max is watching the L-Star skills. Seems like he's rooting for Flurry. <laughs> Um. Okay, let me <laughs> distracting. So you know the, the tomato thing, right? I mean, they do have. So I, I, I'd be curious to see, like, what part is the the response to wavelength coming from? Is it the chlorophyll? You know, and. It could be a complicated thing, right? It yeah. could be a chlorophyll interacting with other things, interacting with this and that, and there's a whole cascade of different things that's uh, more complex than we're giving you credit for. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I think if you if you went to, like, if you were an alien that came to Earth and just said, oh, well, uh, how are they seeing? Oh, it's just their eyes. There's a whole lot more to it than just mm-hmm. the, the eyes that, that we used to see. The visual cortex and all of that building a right. <clears throat> system around it. Um, I guess you could argue, though, that seeing... Well, maybe you can't argue. I was going to say seeing an important element that might do- differentiate that is focusing an image, you know, that kind of thing. Well, I, but, I but think maybe it's, not. Absolutely, the eyes, our eyes have developed in order to be very good at focusing in images. Uh, it is not um, not a particularly common thing in terms of other eyes, right? Most eyes don't do that. Most eyes are most eyes in the animal kingdom that are there for uh, light detection or are compound. Yeah, All right. Most eyes are compound since most living things are mm-hmm. insects. But in terms of Seems interesting, right? Because once you're once you're large enough, that you have to deal with 
the environment in a different way, focusing becomes more important. Yeah. It would seem. Hmm. Well, you have to go... You have to get more specific information about your environment. Right. I mean, you have to go find food, right? I mean, a brontosaurus just isn't going to have enough food blow past it to sustain itself, you know? Mm-hmm. But, hey, mice mm-hmm. are scavengers, you know? So, And then again, you know, they, they turn blind sometimes. Because <laughs> sometimes they don't need their, mm-hmm. their eyes. Uh, yeah, fish... Fish have pretty complex eyes. Almost all fish are predator, right? So, and some fish have blind. Eh, it's it's, it's just a lot to think <laughs> about. The, the seed analogy falls apart in terms of viruses, and that seeds carry their own food with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe a spore analogy is more appropriate. Okay, I'm not sure. I... I'm intimate with the workings of a spore. Oh, they're much smaller than seeds. I, I think of their uh, mechanic. Well, I mean, the mechanics of, of reproduction are so interesting when you think about it because the we long abandoned the simplest reproduction method, which is just make you know pop off another one. Mm-hmm. We're too complicated for that. So we have individualized cells that do that work for us and start that process off. Um. And and very there are lots of different reproductive strategies all throughout the animal mm-hmm. kingdom. So, yeah, uh, and and other kingdoms. So I don't know. Sex is a weird one. When when sex came about, it definitely changed the world. <laughs> but a um, note that not everything is too is is you know double gendered. There's like I think some fungi have like up to five different quote unquote genders in terms of. Oh, yeah? How they can interact with each other, things like that. Yeah, almost like blood types, where like A is compatible with B, but not with C. That kind of thing. I'd be or? lying if I give you any more information because I just don't know. Okay, uh, and it's just what I've heard from you know, from experts. Have said that, and I've been like fungi else? sex experts. Uh, I suppose if you're an expert <laughs> in fungi, then fungi sex has got to be on that list of stuff that's uh, <laughs> up there. Hey, they're called fun guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you gave me a list to uh, a link to this little light cube thing you had mm-hmm. to program it. Yeah. But you know what really bugged the hell out of me? How that last little square got wrapped. And yeah. Could, and even if you shrunk the text size, it wouldn't fit on the same one. Yes. And so I, I went in <laughs> using the developer tool and just expanded those those divs. But that was annoying as hell. Yeah. That's funny. I, I'm like, oh, let me just shrink the text. Nope, that didn't help. Like, what was that designed on? That, that... <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a tool to kind of write the, the LED cube. Um, because it uses shift registers and stuff, the easiest way to program it is just with um, binary representation of um, the LEDs. So, and that's like the sample code and stuff. So I found a generator... And uh, Greg wanted to prototype a, a thing, so yeah, I'll have that. I'll have that loaded for you. I forgot about that actually. I was trying to get you your virus printed today, and that's when I broke the printer. <laughs> How long can it take to to put the code in there? Um, 
just a few minutes, but I gotta get the sketch, find the sketch, put your put your binary into the sketch. Well, after the pre-show, while yeah. I'm typing, while I'm writing in here, you can uh, you can do that. Okay. Sure. Cool. I want to see my little helix rotate. It's going to be the best thing ever. Okay. <laughs> so, you had a week, you said. I did. It was a good week, but it was a busy, tiring week. Give me, the, give me the, the deets, people, man. People from Microsoft are in, and they're starting to work through the things for acquisition. You know, the integration of Avere into Microsoft. And so what is it? Is it like you're... In like an interrogation room, and they have light on you. Said, "Give us all their code." I mean, how does how does it work? Uh, kind. Of, I mean, there's no <laughs> light, but it's like okay, let's deep dive the network. So, like, I had to explain the entire network in excruciating detail, and then I had to do it again on Wednesday because the network guy wasn't there. I had to do it over Skype on Wednesday, <laughs> and that was even more tedious trying to do it over, you know. A, a telecom. connection. Yeah, telecom. And then we had to go... Do you have a whiteboard and stuff? Could you draw stuff? Or, or I, I had stuff... Uh, I already had a pretty well documented. I just had to talk through it, so I already had diagrams and everything. Sounds like fun. I don't know why that's... it. Sure, fun. And then, you know, after eight and a half hours on Monday and seven hours on Tuesday and another eight hours on Wednesday, it's pretty tiring. Yeah, I can see that. Doing a training and stuff like that essentially is what you're doing. You're, you're mm-hmm. educating people. Well, you know, they do so many acquisitions that they have worksheets, they have questionnaires, they have. So, you know, yeah, basically being interrogated, not in a hostile way, but mm-hmm. being interrogated and just. Being debriefed, more, more like. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's. You know, but there's like one question might uncover whole thing that i failed to mention otherwise just because you know i got eight years of a veer to expect anybody to have i mean that's not the way brains work all the knowledge is right there accessible there's always things that are hidden behind layers of abstraction and um for one reason or another you know it doesn't come up until it does come up and they say oh yeah well there's also this oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> and this leads to that. Yeah, no, that's uh-huh. good. I'll see you in an hour. Um, yeah, so it was fun. But yeah, it's, it was the kind of thing. I came home. Uh, in my pants. <laughs> I came home. I kind of just wanted to like lay on the couch, arms spread, like ah. But you know, had to hang out with the kids for a bit, put them to bed, and then I pretty much went to bed right after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. It's so that was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And Wednesday. Yes. Then what? Then Thursday, I had to catch up on three days of not doing any other work. There's no one else in the office to do. There's only two of us, and we do like four per people's worth of work. So, okay. Not anymore, so I assume. Stuff. Well, right? I mean, you're gonna still have... now, but yeah, hopefully that'll change. That should change. Um. So yeah, Thursday and Friday was all catch up or, you know, preparing more of the documentation that they needed. So I'm not complaining, but yeah, the so first, uh, first three days, I'm glad you're not, first three days were tiring, <laughs> but it's, it's exciting. The, um, the benefits and perks 
are out of this world. Really? Yeah. So I told you, I think about the new benefit we have in my job, right? I don't know. They're no longer, we, how can I put this? No longer is it you have 15 days of PTO. You have unlimited PTO. Okay. So they they want people to take their vacations and they want you to take it. The the line is take at least three weeks. <laughs> so three weeks to infinity. Just get just make sure your work is done. Mm-hmm. The sky is. Well, that'll be cool if it doesn't turn into the other places that do that, where you know it's also so hyper competitive. And if you take time off, you're falling behind. You know that kind of yes, thing. Yes, yeah, that's. I mean, like take any time off and you're falling behind. Oh, unlimited vacation at Uber, but if you take a week off, you might never catch back up. You know. Part of the reason that it came about was. You know, uh, there was you get fifteen days, and then every five years you get a five day that added to that, and then mm-hmm. that that time is your sick days and your vacation, right? Um, and the, the people come to the realization that you know, especially there's a lot of working parents, mm-hmm. and they have like, they have to take off at least like if they're if just for regular wellness checks for them and their kids, mm-hmm. you know. Dentist, doctors, whatever. So that's six days a year already. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, we want, they want people to stop worrying about their PTO. They wanted, people were sort of banking it, holding it, because mm-hmm. you could save up to five days a year, that, that, or five days that would hold over mm-hmm. until the next right. year. And so people were banking that. So now the, the way that works, because people are like, well, wait a minute, now I banked all this PTO, what happens now? Now, when whenever you exit the company, you will get paid for those days. I see. But it's, I mean, it is an experiment, but mm-hmm. um, it sounds like, you know, things are, things are looking good. That's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm really happy with it. Because, <laughs> you know, last year, I, I used up all my PTO pretty much immediately, and I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Couldn't go to the Eclipse. Yeah. All this stuff. And uh, I even had an extra day or two that I had to pay the company back. And that would not happen. Right. So one of the... I'm not, I'm not sure how how detailed on some of these parks I'm at liberty to talk about or not, right? I just don't know, right? Mm-hmm. But one that I'm fine with, I'm sure is fine talking about, it's insane, is volunteering and donating. They will match every dollar you donate to... To you know, um, the 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 right kind, you know, like honest, like real donations, right? You give it to your church or whatever. They'll match dollar for dollar up to fifteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that because of a gaming marathon. Okay, that came up. <laughs> and then for your time that you volunteer, like me coaching soccer, for every hour that I volunteer, they'll cut a check for $25 to the organization. Hmm. So cool. if I volunteer 20 hours... God, they must be swimming in cash. <laughs> Don't people do that, right? <laughs> with, the, with the amount of employees they have? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's crazy, right? So now, you you know, when I volunteer, the organization's going to get a cat, you know, a check at the end of the whatever. Like everyone's. I, I mean, I'm just thinking about that. Like, okay, why are they doing that? Well, 
it's a nice thing for employees, sure, but really think of the tax benefits. The yeah. more you get it, the more you put in the donate, the more you can write off. And so, yeah, once once you've reached a certain amount of cash, it probably helpful. It's much more helpful to have that much money going into philanthropic causes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, get your employees to do it. Smart. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. I mean. It, it's both it's both smart and cool. That, that, that's that's the good thing about yeah. it is that it's 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 both savvy and helpful. Yeah, it's not just self serving. Right. right. It's you know, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the soccer association will love getting a check for four hundred dollars. You know, like what? <laughs> what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, so cool. Yeah. Anything else? Any other cool benefits? Um. Yes, there's other cool benefits. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't want to get in trouble by. I don't know how. I don't know if it's all public knowledge or not. So they have this like this machine at your desk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that they don't do that. <laughs> You're pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> uh. How about uh, getting Bill Gates for come down for a show? Yeah, he's not at the company anymore. He's still a member of, of, of the board. Is he? I think he's still the chairman of the board or something like that. Okay, no. Maybe I'll get Satya. Yeah, I'll get Satya to come down. Yeah, come That's probably cool. <laughs> uh, can, can, we, can we set up uh, Crafty Radio as a 501c3? And <laughs> oh, so another thing that you get is every employee gets... $150 a month in Azure credit. Okay. So what I'm going to try to do is, I think they have the technology that will do a transcription, like audio transcription. Oh. So start feeding CBR into that at $150 a, ch- you know, a chop and start getting transcripts of our show. It would be interesting to see both what works and what doesn't. I mean, because, I mean, the, the the Siri and Amazon shit are really, really good, but they're still only at about 95%, yeah. which is just not nearly enough to be, like, perfect for transcription. But if it's so, stuff you can just have a search engine search on it. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So I, gotta, also I have to really see cool... because it, I don't know if they will do long-form transcription. They might just be doing, like, voice assistant commands, like, you know, really short. Right. You know, figuring out what the commands actually are, you know, that kind of thing. I'd have to, I have to double check and see if they actually have a service that'll do no, I probably, I hours of transcriptions. I, I think they have stuff that you can feed like TV shows into and yeah. have it automatically do stuff, right? I gotta think there's that yeah. kind of thing. So that's kind of, I'm gonna try to use my Azure credits to, uh, to tr- help with the show there. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, I guess that's enough for now. We'll, you know, we'll uh, we'll do the show, and there's probably going to be stuff that comes up during the show, and we'll have more more uh, interesting post show. But uh, you know, Jess been tired all week. I'm house sitting right now. Okay. Yeah, the beers will fix that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs>